<clears throat> Good evening. It's wonderful to see everyone here. We want to thank you for being here with us tonight. If you are visiting with us, we want you to know that you are honored guests, and we are very glad and happy that you are here. We hope that you find yourself edified by the services tonight as we study God's Word. You know, each and every one of us could have been somewhere else, and you chose to be here to worship God. And we thank you very much for being here with, with, with us tonight. It's a wonderful midweek service where we can recharge our batteries, so to speak, where we can be with brothers and sisters and sing songs of praise unto God and get the chance to study God's Word. And it is our blessing and our hope that as we go through the study tonight that you'll be blessed, you'll be edified and benefited by being here with us tonight studying God's words. We are doing a chapter study. We are in the book of Numbers, and we are going to turn that on real quick, and then we're going to change the slide. We are on chapter Numbers chapter 18. And as we've been going through this book of Numbers, when we talked about doing the, uh, the book of, of Numbers, initially I was like, oh, there's, there's, there's a lot of good stuff in Numbers, but I had no idea how relatable Numbers was to me or to us today. As we go back and we look at Numbers and we see those things that, that the children of Israel are doing, how human they are, how the mistakes that they make, and then the mistakes that they make, and then the mistakes that they make, and you, we can see ourselves in the children of Israel, and how God corrects those things, and how God fixes those things, and how God sets up his plan for man there in the book of Numbers. And I've got up there, priesthood, what a blessing it is to serve. In this chapter, we are going to see that God is going to set up his priesthood. He's going to set up the children of Levi, the tribe of Levi, Aaron and his sons, and they're going to be set up to do the work of the priesthood. They are, are going to be set up to do the work of the, of the tent there, of the, the, uh, the, uh, of the tabernacle, that they are the ones that are going to be doing these things. And, but before we, we get there, I want us to recap just a little bit. From the very beginning of, of, of Numbers, as we study, we see that God is a God of, of, of purpose, but he's also a, 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 a God who wants things done his way. He sets up how the, 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 the tabernacle should be made, the materials, how big it is, how long it is, how thick it is, and everything is going to be God's way with the children of Israel. And he sets up all these things, and he wants these things done. Well, now these things are going to be done as far as the, the, the altar there and all those things with this tribe of Levi. But before we got here... Remember that the children of Israel were, were led out of Egypt and Moses was there in the forefront of God leading the children out of Egypt, parting the sea, leading the children of Egypt away. And Aaron is also there with them as his, spoke as, as, as his spokesman, so to speak. So there came a point in Numbers chapter 16, if you recall, that there's, there, there's a man named Korah or, 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 or there were the children of Korah and those that were with him and they were disputing, they were murmuring against Moses and Aaron, saying, you guys got way too much power, we want some of that power. And they have this uprising, and it upsets God. It upsets God so much, if you remember, that he wanted to wipe them all out. So that will kill every one of the children of Israel, and I'll make you a better nation. And Moses and Aaron fall on their face, and they beg God, they beseech God, they plead God, don't kill them. Those guys died anyways. And there was a plague, but the children of Israel were saved. But the point that Tim had in his lesson was don't be like Korah. Don't dispute. Don't murmur against God. God has said, this is the way I want things to be. This is how you guys should do, how you guys should act. 
So if you recall from last week, Brother Monty did Numbers chapter 17, where a, a miracle happened, where all those leaders of the tribes of Israel bring their rods, their sticks, their dead sticks with them, and they bring them into the tent. They bring them into the, 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 the tabernacle. And Aaron's buds, his rod, the rod of Aaron, brings forth almonds out of a stick. It's miraculous. And God did that so that they would stop disputing. They would stop murmuring because God has said, I have chosen Aaron to be the one that is going to do these things. And if you recall from, I don't have this up here on the, on the PowerPoint, but in Numbers chapter 17, verse 10, that the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Bring Aaron's rod again before the testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels that they shall quiet, that, that, that they shall quite take away their murmurings from me, that they die not. So that was the whole point. They were arguing. They were disputing. God the Father came down and settled the matter. Said Aaron is the one. He is the one that is chosen. And now in Numbers chapter 18, we're going to see him set up this, this uh, Levitical priesthood that is going to start taking care of these things for the children of Israel. And it is a blessing to serve. Numbers chapter 18, verse 1, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Aaron, Thou and thy sons and thy father's house with thee shall bear the iniquity of the, uh, of the sanctuary. And thou, and thou and thy sons with thee shall bear the iniquity of your priesthood. Verse 2, And they and, and thy brethren also of the tribe of Levi, the tribe of thy father, bring thou with thee, that they may be joined unto thee and minister unto thee. But thou and thy sons with thee shall minister before the tabernacle of witness. So here God is saying, God is speaking to Aaron and he's saying, bring your sons from your father's house. Y'all are going to be the ones that are going to bear the burden, so to speak, of the sanctuary. Where it says that you are going to bear the iniquity of the sanctuary. That those sins that are committed and those offerings and the blood that has to be sprinkled and the blood that has to be spilled and all those things that need to be taken care of so that the children of Israel can roll their sins over, that they can take care of their sins, so to speak. You, Aaron, and your sons are going to take care of that now. It says, and furthermore, I want the whole tribe of Levi to, uh, to come in. They will join you in this ministry, in this service, in this work. And they will take care of the tabernacle of witness. So he's pretty much setting up. He's already laid to rest those arguings and those disputings. We've seen the rod. We've seen it, but it is a token. And, 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 and it's placed in the, in the ark there, as, as Brother Monty talked about. But now he's saying, Aaron... And the tribe of Levi, you guys are the ones that are going to be taking care of the work of the tabernacle. This says in verse 3, it says, And they shall keep thy charge, and the charge of all, all the, 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 the tabernacle, only they shall not come nigh the vessels of the sanctuary and the altar, or the articles there of the sanctuary and, and, and the altar, that neither they nor ye, ye also die. Verse 4, and they shall be joined unto thee and keep the charge of the tabernacle of the congregation for all the service of the tabernacle, and a stranger shall not come nigh unto you. And ye shall keep the charge of the sanctuary and the charge of the altar, that there be no wrath any more upon the children of Israel. God is laying out his plan. 
He said, we don't have to worry about this tribe getting angry with this tribe, with this tribe. You Levites, y'all are the ones that are going to be taking care. I give you charge so that you take care of all these things in the sanctuary. He says, but those of your brethren of the tribe of Levi, they're not going to get to go into the same. They're not going to get to go into where the altar is and do those things in the holiest of holies. He says, you, Aaron, and your sons get to take care of this. So there's a priesthood, but not everybody has the exact same job. There are some that are, uh, there's Aaron and his sons that are going to have a certain work. And there's those other children of Levi that are going to help prepare those things, prepare those animals, prepare those sacrifices, so that they can be taken care of too. And it starts to sound like the church, that we are all part of that priesthood. That brotherhood, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll talk about that at the end, but we see that not everybody has the same job, but all jobs need to be done. So God here is saying, I give thee charge. And we see that language. If you go through the New Testament, if you read the, the book of, uh, of Timothy, as Ian did, as we studied the evangelists, we see the same type of language. I charge thee, therefore, to take care of these things. Or I charge thee, therefore, to preach the word of God. So here he's giving the, the children of Levi, Aaron, charge. I'm, I'm giving you a job, and I need it to be done. And I want you guys to be the ones to do it. Numbers 18, verse 6, the Bible says, And I, behold, I have taken your brethren, the Levites, from among the children of Israel to you that are given as a gift for the Lord to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Therefore thou and thy sons with thee shall keep the priest's office for, for everything of the altar and, and within the veil, and ye shall serve. I have given your priest's office unto you as a service of gift, and the stranger that cometh nigh shall be put to death. So he's pretty much saying, no stranger is coming in here to do anything. You guys are it. You guys are the ones that are going to be taking care of that. And he said, I have given you and your sons the charge to come into the veil and to take care of those things. And then the children of Levi, they also have a, a, a charge there. He said, I've given them the, that priest office so that they could take care of the service of the gifts. So the gifts that are coming in, they are taking care of that. And then Aaron and his sons are taking those gifts and they're going to the altar. They're sprinkling that blood. They're taking care of those sins or, 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 or whatever that need is. And we're going to talk more about that next week as we talk about animals and, and sacrifices and things of that nature. But it says here, I am giving your brethren, the Levites, as a gift so that they can serve in the tabernacle. It was a gift. It says, I am giving you and the children of Levi a gift. And the gift is you go serve and work in the tabernacle of the congregation. Do we see our service or our work as a gift from God? Do we see it in this same light? It says, y'all are going to take care of these things. It's a gift. These guys are going to be doing the work of this priesthood. Numbers 18, verse 8, the Bible says, Then the Lord spake unto Aaron, Behold, I also have given thee the charge of my heave offerings, of all the, the, uh, the hallowed things of the children of Israel. Unto thee have I given them by reason of the, the anointing to thy sons by an ordinance forever. This shall be thine of the most holy things, reserved from the fire, every uh, uh, oblation of theirs, every meat offering, or every offering of theirs, every meat offering of theirs, every sin offering of theirs, and every trespass offering of theirs, which they shall render unto me, shall be most holy for thee and for thy sons. 
in the most holy place, shalt thou eat it. Every male shall eat it. It shall be holy unto thee. So they are, they are giving these heave offerings to, to, to God. It's an offering to the Lord. And the Lord is, 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 is saying, these offerings now I'm giving to you and you and your sons that are with you. You eat these. You eat these heave offerings. You eat these things in the holy place. So it says, I, I'm giving thee charge and thy sons an ordinance forever. You know, God's priesthood here that is set up, the Levitical priesthood and, and the, the law is perfect. And sometimes I don't, I don't think about, about that. I, I think of all these things that they have to do, all these obligations, and it's a lot of work. I mean, if, if you think about all the things that they have to do, that's, that's every day going and, and giving these works and doing these things in, in the tent there. And it turns out that through that law, through all these things that the children of Israel could never fully keep those things. They could never fully keep that law. But God's law is perfect. His way of removing sin is perfect. But we see these things as a mirror, as, as John said last Sunday, for the way that we do things now. Verse 11 here, the Bible says, At, And this is thine, the heave offering of their gift, which all the wave offerings of the children of Israel I have given them unto thee. And to thy sons and to thy daughters with thee, by statute forever, everyone that is clean in thy house shall eat it, shall eat of it. All the best of the oil, all the best of the wine and of the wheat, the first fruits of them which they shall offer unto the Lord, them have I given thee. And whatsoever is first ripe in the land which they shall bring unto the Lord shall be thine. Everyone that is clean in thy house shall eat it. So they're going to be taken care of physically. They're going to be taken care of the things that are going to keep the children of Israel holy. Because that's what all this is about, is God wants everything to be holy. God wants everything in his tabernacle to be holy, in the congregation of the tabernacle to be holy. So he has to set up this priesthood so these anointed priests can take care of these things. But if you think about it, they are also receiving these things that are offered to God, and they're eating these things. And it's not just them, it's their sons and their daughters are able to eat these things. So they're taken care of, and, he, and, and we're going to get to that point here in just a moment as to why, why, that, why that is. The other tribes will have work to do. The other tribes will be doing things, but the tribe of Levi is the priesthood. They're the ones that are taking care of all these priestly duties. So God is going to make sure that the rest of the tribes are taking care of them. So those things that are offered, the best of the wine, the best of the wheat, the best of the, of the fruit, the best of everything goes to God, and those things are now for the children of Levi as well to partake of. But I see these things, and I see these offerings, and I see these sacrifices and these gifts, and all I see is the best and the best and the best and the best, and it makes me think, do I give God my best? Do we give God our best, whether it's our time, whether it's our money, whether it's our heart, whether it's our prayer life, whether it's our studying or our reading, are we giving God the best that we have? Here the Bible says in Numbers chapter 18, everything devoted in Israel shall be thine. See, all these things have been sacrificed, have been given to God. And he's saying, well, now these things, they're, they're, they're still to God. They're, they're still offerings, sacrifices to God. But now they're for you 
the children of Levi. It says, everything that openeth the matrix, that's just opening the womb, everything that openeth the womb and all the flesh, which thy bring unto the Lord, whether it be a man, men or beast, shall be thine. Nevertheless, the firstborn of man shall thou surely redeem, and the firstling of unclean beasts shall thou redeem. And those that are to be redeemed from a month old shall thou redeem, according to thine estimation, for the money of five shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, which is twenty giras. So it says here that everything that is consecrated, everything that is devoted to Israel is now to, towards you. It says every, all the firstborn. So we see that the, the firstborn is still, it's a special thing. It's, it, the, the firstborn of men or the firstborn of beasts are gods. If you recall back in Exodus where they had to have the blood of the lamb spread, upon, uh, spread on those doorposts so that the destroyer wouldn't come and kill them, the, who, who, was, who were they coming to kill? It was the firstborn. And you had to be redeemed so that you would have that Passover. You, that's where the Passover comes from. And it says, all that are the firstborn of men you shall redeem, and all the unclean beasts you, you shall re redeem. And I think there's, there's a reason for that. There's a purpose that the work in the tabernacle, those sacrifices, those animals that are coming in to be sacrificed, must be clean animals. And God's already laid all the, that out in his law, which animals are clean and which animals are not. Well, those unclean animals still need to be work animals. They still need to be handled in their daily lives. There's still needs that they have for those unclean animals. So it says you need to redeem those animals so that they, they, they can be used. As men of the firstborn, thou shalt surely be redeemed. And all I think of when I read those verses is that we need to be redeemed. Us sinful creatures need to be redeemed. And we get that from the blood of Jesus Christ. So here we see those similarities there for us today. It also says there in verse 17, But the firstlings of a cow, or the firstlings of a sheep, or the firstlings of a goat, thou shalt not redeem, they are holy. Thou shalt sprinkle their blood upon the altar and shalt burn their fat for an offering made by fire for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the flesh of them shall be thine as the wave breast and the right shoulder are thine. And the heave offerings of the holy things which the children of Israel offer unto the Lord have I given thee and thy sons and thy daughters with thee by a statue forever. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord unto thee and to thy seed with these, he is establishing something that is going to last a long time, and we obviously know how long it was until Jesus came. But until then, it was this law, this priesthood. God is setting it up so that they can take care and make sure that the things in the tabernacle are holy, because God must be holy. And it says there that He makes sure that it is the holy animals that you bring in. Those unclean beasts, you redeem, you give back. But those clean animals, those holy animals that God has said are holy, said those are the ones that you're going to sacrifice and sprinkle the blood on the altar for the sins of the children of Israel. Much how the blood of the perfect lamb cleanses us from our sins today. And it says there that there's certain parts that you can eat for uh, the priesthood there. And it just goes back to me how God is very specific. 
that there's not a lot of room for error. God's not saying, well, are you sure? Can we not do it this way? Go back and look at in Leviticus at, 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 at Ahab and Abihu. Was the fire important? Yes. They offered strange fire and God killed them. So God wants things done his way. So everything is there and everything is laid out how God wants it to be. It says, it's a statue forever. It is a covenant of salt. And, we de- and, 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 and they want to make sure that they do these things right. They don't want that salt to lose its savor. They want to make sure that they do these things how God wants them to do. And it says here in Numbers chapter 18, verse 20, it says, And the Lord spake unto Aaron, He said, Thou shalt have no inheritance in the land, neither shalt thou have any part among them. I am thy part and thine inheritance among the children of Israel. And behold, I have, given, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth in Israel for an inheritance, for their service which they serve, even the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. This is a powerful verse. This is a, a profound verse. Normally I do this on Sunday mornings, Wednesday night. Here's a blue verse for everybody. This is extremely important. He says there, you're not going to have an inheritance with the rest of the children. They're going to go into the Holy Land, right? They're going to go into the land flowing with milk and honey. And that land that is flowing with milk and honey is going to be divided up between all the tribes, but not the tribe of Levi. But what do they get? They get God. It says here, he said, I am thy part. I am your inheritance. How special is that? That... The rest of the children of Israel are going to get that. They're going to give you a tenth. You're going to be taken care of because you are serving me. You are serving the tabernacle of the congregation. Since you are serving it and serving it faithfully, you're going to be taken care of. It's basically God saying, don't worry about not getting an inheritance. You get me. And the, the main thing or the awesome thing or the wonderful thing is it is a gift of service. He says, I am your part. And their part is to serve the living God. And that's our part today as well. Do we see it that way? We're not worried about worldly inheritance. We have an internal inheritance through Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's a blessing to serve. Numbers 18, verse 22, the Bible says, Neither must the children of Israel henceforth come nigh into the tabernacle of the, con- of the congregation, lest they bear sin and die. So he's just laying out some, some rules. The rest of you guys don't need to come here. The Levites will take care of what needs to be taken care of. But the Levites shall do the service of, of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they shall bear their iniquity. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. And among the children of Israel, they have no inheritance. But the tithes of, of the children of Israel, which they offer as a heave offering unto the Lord, I have given to the Levites to inherit. Therefore I have said unto them, among the children of Israel, they shall have no inheritance. <clears throat> so he's just laying it out. Here's the way. I've told them they have no inheritance, but that's because the tithe, that 10%, that best, that's off the top, those things that are given to God, I have given to them because they are going to serve me. So, so he's, just, he's just letting them know that the children of Levi have no inheritance among the children of, of Israel. I'm going to take care of them. And you guys, you other tribes are going to take care of them by, the, by, by that tithing. 
Verse 25, And the Lord spake unto Moses now, saying, so he's been speaking to Aaron, he's speaking to Moses now. So he's kind of shifting gears here just a little bit. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thus speak unto the Levites, and say unto them, When ye take the children of Israel, the, uh, the tithes, which I have given you from, from your, <clears throat> excuse me, which I have given from them for your inheritance, and ye shall offer up a heave offering of it for the Lord, even a tenth part of the tithe. And this, your heave offering, shall be reckoned unto you as though it were corn or a threshing floor, and as the fullness of the winepress. Verse 28, Thus ye also shall offer a heave offering unto the Lord of all your tithes, thighs, which ye received of the children of Israel, and ye shall give thereof the Lord's heave offering to Aaron the priest. Out of all your gifts ye shall offer every heave offering of the Lord, of all the best thereof, even the hallowed part there, thereof, out of it. So he's saying those tithes that you are, are, going to, are going to give, those are going to go to the priest. It's going to go to the Levites. It's going to go to Aaron the priest. And it is the best. He said, I want you to give them the best. The best of the best, so to speak, is, is what God is saying here. Because Aaron is the priest. He's the one that's going to go into the, the, the veil, to the holiest of holy, and take care of those needs that God needs taken care of. That the children of Israel need taken care of. So God, in this chapter, he has just been setting up this priesthood. That this is how things are going to go. This is how I, I want things to be, to be done. And who I want them to do. And it is a blessing that they get to be the priest, the servants and the rest of the children of Israel are going to give them a portion. Give God that portion, and God is giving them that portion. Numbers 18, verse 30 says, Therefore thou shalt say unto them, When ye have heard, the, heard when ye have heaved the best thereof from it, then it shall be counted un, unto the Levites as the increase of the threshing floor, and as the increase of the winepress. And ye shall eat it in every place, Ye and your households, for it is your reward for your service in the tabernacle of the congregation, and ye shall bear no sin by reason of it, when ye have heaved from it the best of it. Neither shall ye pollute the holy things of the children of Israel, lest ye die. So he's pretty much saying, this is how I want things to, to do it. And if it's done according to my word, how I want it to be done, it's not going to be uh, uh, polluted. And it says here that that increased, that increase, that best, that best of the best that you're going to give God, I'm going to give to the, the, the Levites, and it says that they're going to get to eat it. Why? It is a reward for the service in the tabernacle of the con congregation. A reward for service. You know, those that are servants of God today have a reward for their service. Sometimes we see those rewards here. We see those rewards now. I can look out and see faces of lots of rewards that I get by being here. Those that serve in the tabernacle, those that serve in the church of God, have a reward. And God, he makes sure that these Levites were taken care of. He made sure that they have their reward. And they will make sure that we have that reward as well. So when I read this chapter, when I study this chapter of God setting his priesthood, it 
makes me think priesthood, what a blessing it is to serve. In Hebrews chapter 8, the writer of Hebrews says, Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such a high priest who was set on the right hand of the throne of the, of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore, it is of necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 4, For if we were on earth, or if he were on earth, that's Jesus, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, for see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mount. But now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry, by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which is established upon better promises. Now, the writer of Hebrews is talking to Hebrews, so they understand the law. Those things that we studied in Numbers, they get it. They know it. They've lived it. And it says there that all those priests were going in there in the sanctuary, gifts and sacrifices and all the things that we have talked about and that we're going to continue to talk about in the book of Numbers. And it says there that all, all these things are an example or a shadow of heavenly things, uh, things uh, to come. That when we look at the Old Testament, when we look at Numbers, when we look at Exodus and Leviticus and all those things, it is a shadow of things to come. Moses is a shadow of things to come. And those things that are to come is Jesus, the fullness, the all in all. And it says here that he has a more excellent ministry. He is his ministry is established upon better promises. Now, do you want to be a part of that ministry? Do you want to be a part of the covenant that is established upon better promises? It says there that Moses made sure that everything was taken care of by the pattern that was shown him in the mount. And there's a pattern for us today, and that pattern leads to Jesus. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11 says, But Christ, being come a high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, Neither of the blood of goats or calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Not redemption that had to be done over and over. That's what the Levites were for. That redemption, that redeeming of those firstborns, they had to do that all the time. They had to take care of those things. Jesus, his blood, had it to where we have an eternal redemption. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 13, the Bible says, For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkle the unclean sanctifier to the purifying of the flesh, which if you want to know more about that, come back next week. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Said so Jesus Christ's blood is perfect. It has an eternal redeeming power. It says here, it has purged us so that we can just hang out. No. So that we can serve the living God. Very similar to those Levites. Their 
joy was to get to serve. God said, I am your inheritance. And you get to serve in the tabernacle. We, those of us that have been baptized in the name of our Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, those of us who have obeyed the gospel, those of us that have become Christians, have become priests according to Jesus' ministry through his blood, we can now serve the living God. It's about service, brothers and sisters. It's about serving God. We're not doing the, the same thing. We're not sacrificing animals. We have sacrifice that can be made. One of the things I think about is sacrifice your time. And you guys are here, so I'm not trying to pick on you guys. But make sacrifices for God. Last verse is here tonight. is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. That we are that royal priesthood. That in times past, we were not able to be a part. We were not Levites. We were not able to be a part of that. We weren't children of Israel. We're Gentiles. We weren't even able to be a part of God at all. But now... Jesus Christ has made all one. All have the opportunity to be a part of this priesthood. All have the opportunity to be that chosen generation, those that obey and believe the gospel. Called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We have obtained mercy. So if you have obtained that mercy and you are part of that priesthood, right now, are you serving the living God? Can there be more in your service towards God? Because those children of Levi had all kinds of things, very detailed things to do. We have the great commission. Go out and preach the word to everybody. Bring lost souls to the feet of Jesus Christ. That's a service that each and every one of us can perform. And I want to encourage you to think about your service to God and what can you do more for him in, while you are in this tent, while you're on this earth. What more can you do? If you're not a child of God at the night and you wish to be baptized in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I have water here behind me. We are prepared to, 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 to help you with that. If you wish to be buried in baptism, to rise and walk in newness of life, that you can start living that priesthood, that you can start being a part of those things and you can start serving the living God, you can start that tonight. If you are a child of God and you feel that maybe you have failed a little bit in the things that God want, wants you to do, that maybe your service is not how it should be. That's okay. We have time right now. We can pray with you or for you. We can fix those things tonight. If you would be of either class, please come sit on the front row and make your wishes known as we stand and we sing.